Welcome to the Weekly Indie Podcast here on wyomingathletics.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Wyoming AD Jan Wilking. Uh, Jan, good to talk to you again. Very busy week we had last week. It was a busy week, but a good week. Overall, a good week, so we'll take those anytime. Absolutely. Let's uh, get right into it. Let's start on the pitch and uh, start with your boys' soccer team, and we'll two big wins over the week and to get to the regionals, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but let's go back to the first one. Uh, we were talking about this last week, uh, a big matchup a rematch with summit country day, the four time defending state champions. You're able to knock them off one nil to, uh, to advance to the district final. And we'll talk about that here in just a moment. So, but let's talk about this match against summit country day, big win there, uh, winning on a PK, and uh, I got to give credit to Austin Snowden, your keeper. I mean, the guy just absolutely stood on his head the entire night. Yeah, he had an amazing game. I mean, certainly you could point to four or five students who really stood out, but Austin Snowden, there were a couple of saves um, that he made. I really don't even know how he did that. Um, it was absolutely amazing. So, you know, big-time big players make big-time plays in big games, and that's exactly what he did. So it was uh, – it was really fun to watch and be a part of. Yeah, great, great job by him. Uh, it secures the win over Summit Country Day, so you get revenge there. Now you have the most wins in program history. Move on to the uh, the next round, the, the district final, and uh, beat Bellbrook on Saturday. And it, you're not the only one, but th- these were just awful conditions to play in, and to uh, get a gritty two to one win in those kind of conditions. I have to imagine the coaching staff was just ultra pleased. Absolutely, and the. The first half wasn't too bad. It, it was cold and windy, but it wasn't raining. It started raining about halftime, and by midway through the half, the second half, it was just a downpour. And uh, the, as you said, we weren't the only ones. I think every soccer game, and certainly earlier that day, cross country had to fight through some adversity as it came to the weather. But we were able to pull it out. Um, students played hard. Certainly, um, you know, we were in great shape physically for the game. And I think uh, a lot of that makes a difference when you get to this time of year. Yeah, absolutely so. So they win the district. Now they're on to the regionals this Wednesday night. Going to take on Monroe. That game will be uh, at Lakota East. It's uh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So uh, how important is that then as far as you talk about the kids being in great shape, then the recovery time, and now to get ready as the competition steps up even more as you're in the regional? I think it's it's really a difference maker. You know, a couple years ago we started – working with uh, Speed Applications and Adam Zabo's group. And I, if there's one thing I can point to that has really made a difference in, in our sports uh, from, from zero to 100, it would, it would be Adam's group. And the amount of work that our kids are willing to put in in the offseason, it is very impressive to me. Absolutely, and I think uh, just as impressive looking back at this past week, obviously the emotions and everything that went into the Summit Country game, you get over that, and there's no hangover effect. And I think that's a credit to your coaching staff to get the kids to be able to put that behind them and refocus to uh, to beat Bellbrook and now move on to Monroe. I thought that was really impressive as well. I think they are very have very, very good tunnel vision this time of year, as most, most coaches do, and it's task at hand. It's B1-0, move on to the next one. Uh, but absolutely a credit to our coaching staff for what they were able to pull together this week in multiple sports. 
Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so the boys are back in action again Wednesday night, 7 o'clock at Lakota East High School, where they would take on Monroe in the regional semifinal. Let's move over to the girls' side. Uh, not quite so lucky on that side there. The girls get to the district finals and then fall in overtime to Oakwood by a final of 2-1. to one. And one of those matches that just seemed like it was at the ebbs and flows of the match, and Oakwood just made one more play. Nothing against your team at all. Uh, Oakwood just uh, made the play when they had to. And that's exactly what happened. Um, it was a very balanced match. I think if you look at time of possession, it was it was very balanced. Um, it just came down to some things at the end that, that the ball literally didn't bounce our way, uh, and it bounced their way. So you you know you tip your hat to them, wish them good luck. But what a heartbreaker for our students and our coaching staff. Um, they worked so hard and fought through some adversity all year to prepare to get to that point. Um, and, you know, for the second year in a row, we, we have some heartbreak at that level. Last year we lost on PKs at this point, and, and now this year um, losing the way we did. But no doubt Coach Wood will get them refocused and, and be ready to go next year at this time. Yeah, great season nonetheless, as you said, going through the adversity, and uh, hopefully next year they can use that to overcome and uh, advance even further on. So great season nonetheless for uh, girls' soccer. Let's move over to cross country. You touched on it just a moment ago. Uh, both the boys and the girls running at the regionals this past Saturday. Conditions were just just terrible, we'll just for lack that. of a better, for <laughs> better word. Yeah, they, they were just absolutely rotten. It's the rain all day long. You know the mud, the wind, all these factors in, and it was just it was just tough sledding out there for everybody. But not all is lost there as uh, Tiffany Chen once again is headed to state. She is for the third time in her career, and it would be four times if she uh, didn't get hurt last year. But for the fourth time in her sorry, third time in her career, she'll be headed up to National Trailway and um, look forward to her seeing her compete with the, the state's best. Yeah, she had a good run, as did Sylvia Coyle. Had a great, had a PR, and and really, you know, set herself up to be a team leader next year for our girls. Yeah, absolutely. The both both teams, by the way, finished in the top fifteen. Tiffany Chen, the only one to move on. Uh, before we, before we move on and talk about a volleyball with a uh, Tiffany Chen, as you said, her third trip to state. The only reason why she didn't go last year is because of an injury. Is she the best runner ever at Wyoming High School? Well, that that's a. That's a large crown to wear. I think there would be some competition for that. Um, you know, we have had a storied running program, and when you look at some of the students who have gone through and their times and what they've gone on to do, you know, Friday night we inducted a person into the Hall of Fame who was an Olympic runner, so uh, male, David Payne. But still, um, you know, when you think about Emily Stites, when you think about Riley Barr, those are some pretty, pretty good runners, and Tiffany certainly fits in that conversation but I'm not sure I'm ready to say anybody's <laughs> the best anything at Wyoming uh, High School all the uh, time. Understandable. My snapshot. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> Sure, absolutely, but uh, that that's not a bad problem to have. But also with Tiffany to be in the to be in the conversation, even even that alone uh, speaks to her talent. Absolutely. Plus, the Stites live across the street from me, so I can't say that it's their daughter. <laughs> so it's a no, quick. Uh, Tiffany, there you go. Absolutely belongs in that conversation. <laughs> so it's a quick walk across the street and a knock on the door and say, "Hey, what's up?" Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we don't want we don't want to cause any strife there. You've got had a lot of talent there. Let's just put it that way. Uh, let's move to a uh, volleyball. Uh, they take care of business in the district, uh, beating Alter in the final. Tough road to get there though. Had to go the distance against McNick in the semifinals. So they get there, 
Take care of business against Alter, and now the competition really steps up this Thursday. They're going to take on number one Bishop Fenwick, who's only lost one match all season long. Very tough hill to climb, but uh, I think the challenge that they were able to overcome in the districts can only help them, uh, beating McNick and then Alter. Yeah, Alter, Alter certainly is always a formidable opponent for the Cowboys um, in, in all sports. I feel like we're on the tour of the G, of the DGCL right now, co-ed <laughs> uh, group. But, um, you know, that's the path you have to take in southwest Ohio. And, uh, you know, it, it's hard, but it's the way that it's, the way that it's written. And uh, we're not going to back down from it. But, you know, all credit to Fenwick. They're a very good team, and we'll do our best to, to – Put our student athletes in a position to win. I'm sure Coach DeLong will will have some ideas as to how to negate some of their um, some of their outstanding student athletes. Uh, but we'll, we'll for sure be ready to play on Thursday. Yeah, best of luck to them. As I said, Fenwick, a, a very good program. But your, your program, nothing to shake a stick at either. Should be an exciting match there on a Thursday night in the regional. Uh, let's move on to the uh, gridiron here as we're winding down this week on the Weekly 80 Podcast. Uh, football takes care of business again, as we talked about last week. Uh, the ability to not look ahead is a credit to Coach Hancock. They take care of business 44-0 over Taylor for their 24th straight win. Uh, playoffs are already taken care of, so you don't have to worry about that necessarily. But now you have everything in front of you this week. You're taking on Indian Hill this week for the league title. Indian Hill only has the one loss on the year, and that came to uh, McNick in week two. They're unbeaten in the league. You're unbeaten in the league. So th this is really everything that you want in week 10 of the regular season, is it not? And those were exactly Coach Hancock's words after the game. I think it took him about uh, one minute after the game on Friday night to turn the page and, and talk to the students on the field about what you've set yourself up for um, on so many different levels in terms of a home game on Friday night, playing in front of your entire community on senior night uh, for the league championship, for an undefeated regular season, uh, we certainly have a lot to play for, as does Indian Hill, for sure. Um, you know, it'll be a great game, and as usual, as it has been the last four or five years, it'll come down to which team makes plays and, and can execute what their game plan is and, and come out with the victory. We we talked here in the past, and, and we did specifically last week about Coach Hancock distressing. We're one to know this week. We're one to know this week. And I and as you said, that's kind of the mindset he had right after the win over Taylor. Uh, we so we know that's his mindset. In getting a sense from the players themselves, do you feel that that message has gotten into them, or do you sense maybe a little bit of added pressure knowing what's on the line this week? Um, I don't get a sense from the players any added pressure. Um, you're talking about a group who the large part, large part of which just went through a 15-0 state championship season a year ago. So, to you know, it, it, they've been there. They've done that. They've had to compete. They've had to scratch and grind. Um, they've had to overcome injury adversity in the last week or so. And so um, is it added pressure to them? I don't know. It's, there's a lot of determination um, from this group to finish out the way that they want to finish out and to write their write the ending to their CHL story the way that they want it written. So we'll see. Absolutely. It should be an exciting one. Uh, Indian Hill at Wyoming, senior night, Friday night. If there's one thing that you're looking forward to in this, mat, in this game that your team is going to need to do to beat Indian Hill, what would that be? 
that is a question best served for the coaching staff. <laughs> <laughs> no well, I mean, idea. you've been you've been an assistant <laughs> coach for multiple sports. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured uh, I figured you were in the in the in the in the film room with the football coaches too. You're everywhere else. Right, and I I keep telling them I want a headset to call some plays. <laughs> like, so far, seven years, nobody's dropped one off on my desk. <laughs> um, you know, I I let our coaches coach. That's their job. Um, their job is to prepare the kids and, and determine what the keys are to the game. Um, and I think they do a pretty darn good job of that. So I don't know what the one thing we have to do is. I know what the things that I need to do to be ready for Friday night are, but <laughs> none of those have anything to do with uh, with winning or losing. So, um, you know, I, I think if we come ready to play, which I have no doubt that we will, and, and execute what we need to get done, I think it will work out just fine. Uh, but you're also talking about 15, 16, 17-year-olds, so – if you can figure them out, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you've done it enough with the various coaching duties you've had to fill in all season long. Uh, yeah. Coach Hancock, I'm telling you, if you're listening, uh, get get Jana a headset here. Let her call some plays. That, that, <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll be fun. He's not getting me a headset. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe things will change as we move into the playoffs. When the pressure ramps right. up even more, he'll need an extra assistant, extra eyes and ears. Uh, Jan, always great talking to you, and uh, we will reconvene next week. And uh, Continue on with postseason action with with your Cowboys. Things continue to roll for you, and uh, we'll catch up next week. Sounds good. Thank you. That is Wyoming AD Jan Wilking here on WyomingAthletics.org and the weekly AD podcast on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.